0: Everybody, I'm Erica. And I'm Nicole. And this is Cheers from the Grave. Stephanie uh is not with us today. Rip. No, not rip. She's fine. Rip and peas. No, she's fine. She's she's got some important things to do. She'll be back. And she'll be back. Stephanie, we miss you. We miss you. So today's episode is listener stories where you guys send in your emails and we read them for all to hear as in all 20 people because apparently there's only like 20 people listening to us, but that's fine. Oh,
1: okay.
0: It's cool. No, I'm sure we have more. I'm just being sad and lonely and depressed. Please send in your stories. Please send in your stories. But we have stories to read to you guys today. So uh, Nicole, you want to start off? Yeah. Cool. So we got one sent from someone I know, my
1: friend Caitlin okay she does work in a hotel so she did call this one the haunted hotel okay so it starts off as i was testing a room in the new tower of the hotel i had the room to myself on a floor with no other guest i was dreaming about a guy standing several feet away from me and my friend just staring at us he then rushed over to me and put his hand on the back of my head to put his fingers through my hair it startled me awake I was laying on my side with my back to the center of the two queen beds, and I could feel that residual having just been touched feeling on the back of my head. I'm extremely sensitive to touch and can feel the sensation of a person's touch minutes after it happened, and I could feel where the individual fingers had been on the back of my head. I was not okay after that.
0: Yo, what? Yeah. So she was sleeping in a hotel room. Mm Mm-hmm. First and foremost, she was in a hotel room and
1: all on the alone. floor,
0: all alone. Yes. Okay, that in itself is creepy. But I believe it was like, it's new, they just built it, so. But still.
1: and still, yeah, it's crazy. I don't want, I'll, like, all by your lonesome, but. Can you imagine having to test that out? I couldn't.
0: I don't know how I'd feel about we'll that. Or bring a friend or something, right? I don't know. But feeling someone putting your hands through your hair that's that's I'm still creepy. feeling that after that's creepy yo Kaylin. thanks for sending that in that's thank a, you yeah quickie but a goodie on that one i'm not going to your hotel <laughs> whatever hotel it is yeah i think i'll uh i think i'll pass. We'll pass maybe so the next one we have is from kina from historical af podcast we love those girls so much So Kina writes in, hello, friends, Tisai, Kina from Historical AF Pod. Let me set the scene. 16-year-old Kina in the hills of Arkansas, one of my best friends in high school, lived in the middle of nowhere on the top of a mountain surrounded by woods and had no neighbors in sight. One of those houses where the road ends and you have to go down some pretty sketchy dirt roads to get to. Her house always creeped me out, but I was young and stupid, so I ignored it. One time in particular, I was staying the night, and after her parents went to bed, we started watching movies in the living room. I started hearing what sounded like footsteps going across her front porch, in the door, through the living room, and down the hallway into her bedroom. I asked her, what the fuck? And she just shrugged and said, that happens a lot. So I noped out of staying in her room, (laughs) good call, that night and decided to stay on the couch. Now, I'm a pretty light sleeper, but when I woke up, all my jewelry had been taken off and was on the table next to me. To make it worse, it was stacked. Dumb 16-year-old me thought, well, that's a lame practical joke. No wonder, like, wonder why I didn't wake up. She wakes up and confirms that she did not, in fact, was, uh, mess with me. So you think I would have gotten out of there? Nope. Then I hear some kitchen cabinets closing, so I assume her mom is up. Also Nope. I go in there to get some water and assume she just went down to the basement to smoke. The fridge is next to the basement door, so when I open the fridge, I hear, Kina, get out. I walked into the living room and asked my friend why her mom was telling me to leave. Her response, um, mom went to work hours ago. We are we're the only ones here. And, that's my fr- and that, my friends, is the story of the last time I ever went to my, that friend's house. I grabbed my stuff and went home, took a few times, but that self-preservation finally kicked in. <laughs> Love you guys, Kina. And she also says, P.S., we need listener stories, too, if you feel up for it. So if you guys uh, ever want to send us on also Historical AF uh, some listener stories, their email is historicalafpod at gmail.com. So feel free to send them emails as well. They're pretty cool people. That's spooky. Yo, <clears throat> the fact that a ghost or someone, like, took her jewelry And she didn't feel it. That's off why her. I said, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> she just, like, just... Like, what? <laughs> That's messed up. Specific. I, I don't want anybody touching my jewelry at all. While I'm sleeping. While I'm sleeping, right? That's a hassle to put it all back in. <sighs> no, don't thank you. All right, what you got?
1: All right, I have another listener story from Devin. He starts off saying, okay, this is this haunted house experience. So we start off with, so this story, this first story is a collection of experiences. I grew up near this house and spent most of my afternoons with my friends here. I also lived here for almost three years, renting a room. We start with my best friend's sister. I'll call her Jeffrey. (laughs) He also said he's going to change people's names. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I love it. I'll call her Jeffrey, who was heavy into the occult as a young teen. She held a lot of anger towards her mother due to some personal issues that don't need to be shared here. That being said, Jeffrey was known for her use of Ouija boards Mm -mm. and performing rituals with her own blood. Yo,
0: put the pause right there. Yeah. What? Jeffrey, come on. Girl, are you trying to get like possessed by something? I think so. Yo,
1: that's dangerous. That's that's creepy.
0: Yo. Okay,
1: back to the story. The room that she lived in and the rest of the house grew dark even long after she moved out. We refer to this room as the library. As after she left, her mother used it to store her books. The room itself had a heavy, ominous feel to it. Almost like there was a film across the lights. The whole house had a deep, foreboding, like all hope is lost before the might of a predatory desire. When relatives had to move in for a few months, there were constant sightings of figures standing behind the children. Pictures taken in the house show clear red orbs hovering behind people in the houses, mainly females. No, thank you. Jeffrey's aunt was dragged out of bed and her cousin woke up with scratches going down her leg. So Jeffrey, her mother, and her mother's friend held an EVP session to try to isolate the spirit. They recorded for about an hour and got two clear responses. The first question was, you hear Jeffrey's mother ask is, why are you here? A second later, a clear, deep, almost a growl comes out and says, ask your daughter. Uh, a few minutes later, Jeffrey asks, what do you want? The same voice gleefully responds, and language, to kill the bitch.
0: Okay, uh, Jeffrey, I'm just going to say this right now. You are the reason why that spirit is here, is there. That is all your fault for the Ouija war to end the blood and meddling with things that you shouldn't be meddling with. Jeffrey has me fucked
1: up right now. All <laughs> Alrighty. After multiple cleansings on my part and the banning of anything occult, the house did settle down with time. When I lived there, the evil presence would come and go every few months, but other spirits could be seen. One of the more prevalent was one we called The Top Hat Ghost. I already don't like that. The Top Hat Ghost. Pause. I already don't like that. <laughs> because we can get into a whole bunch of stuff, like tradition-wise, like The Top Hat, different types of ghosts and everything. Yeah. I'll get into that in another podcast. Back to the story. That already has me we yeah, Well, hold yeah. up. The
0: Top Hat Ghost, you know what that reminds me of? Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched The Haunting of Hill House? on Netflix I've seen the first episode and it's too spooky for me oh my god it's so good keep watching it but there is a ghost in there that is like the top that has a top hat Mm -hmm. and it's like this insanely tall long like gangly spirit that has a top hat and a cane and just uh, no, thank you it's creepy as fuck but that's what that reminds me of.
1: Yep, I'll get, I'll bring those stories next time. Yo, but
0: please. Fun fact
1: before we get back to Devin's story. I do love all things spooky, but I'm also a big chicken and a little crybaby.
0: Aww. So it's,
1: I watch it, but then I
0: start crying. <laughs> I think it's best if you watch it with friends, though.
1: Yes, and not in my own house.
0: Yeah. So that means we're going to have to have some spooky, scary movie nights then here. Yes,
1: here. Yes. <laughs> As my old family tradition old Hispanic moms and everything. Don't watch those scary movies in the house. You'll open up the portals. Yo, It's true. (laughs) It is true. All right. Back to this story. After the same voice responds to kill the bitch. After multiple cleansings on my part. Oh, okay. Let's see here. Sorry, I got sidetracked. All righty. The top hat ghost. The spirit was a tall shadow person that had what looked to be a hat on his head. When this energy showed up, It started with sightings out of the corner of your eye. You would walk through a perfectly lit room and see a tall figure standing in the corner until you looked again. Things would move from where you left them, keys laying on the floor, when you put them flat on your dresser, like you do every day, that sort of thing. Mm. We just accepted the top hat ghost as a manifestation of the collective energies in the house. I never tried to cleanse the entirety of the house of the spirit. That is until one day it became more aggressive, to this day, I have no idea as to why his behavior changed so drastically. The three of us that lived in the house at the time came back from a shopping trip when our neighbor called, me over, called over my landlady. But both my landlady and my roommate went a couple of houses down to speak to him while I unlocked the door and brought the groceries inside. I immediately noticed the two closets in sight of the front door were wide open. I hurried inside thinking that that was weird And I noticed all of the bedroom doors on the first floor were open as well, including my door and the door to the library. I always kept my door closed and locked. A quick look around the house found that every door in the house, every cabinet, every drawer was open. Mm -mm. I checked every window and door to the outside and there was no sign of forced entry and nothing was missing. The security cameras up front also showed no one. So we moved on from it. No...
0: Pause. I you just
1: moved on. You're just like, nope we're good. Definitely not. No. I would have been like, we're done here. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. About a week or so after the door incident, I had a dream. In this dream, I am upstairs in my landlady's room. On her bed, I see a full tuxedo suit laying flat across the bed. I walk over and touched it, and the suit wasn't flat. It had formed. No. Dream or real? I would. I can't with that already like i could feel an arm under the sleeve of the jacket but i couldn't see anything the suit disappeared and i watched it as it walked down the stairs the dream switched and i was lying in my bed the suit walks in still with no visible body inside and pins me to the bed locking my arms and legs down i struggle to free myself thrashing this way and that i look at the top of my dresser and saw very neatly placed A wide-brim top hat. Uh, I awake immediately in a cold sweat, still unable to move. It was the worst instance of sleep paralysis I've ever encountered. I thought this couldn't get any worse until my eyes went to the closet, the same closet that used to be part of the library. Slightly illuminated by the street lamp outside, standing in the corner of the closet was a tall, thin shadow wearing a top hat. No! Oh my! This is after he woke up too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so needless to say, after all that, I spent two whole days cleansing both myself and the house.
0: Yo, I, you know how I cleanse the house? I cleanse it by like throwing burning a whole bunch it down. Of, yeah, <laughs> burning it down, throwing a thing of sage in there and just burning it down.
1: <laughs> Devin, thank you so much for sharing that story. Oh that my gosh, was very creepy. Oh that, my goodness,
0: that was terrifying. And these are true. <laughs> That is terrifying.
1: Devin, if you're listening,
0: please send in more. Yes, please send in more. That was please, please. Oh, that please. was terrifying. All right, so I got one from Heather. So Heather says, Hey guys, I promised you some ghost stories and there are a lot, so here's one for now. When I was in grad school, I finally started accepting my terrible luck of attracting weird shit. I'd been called a witch all my life, which made things a little confusing for a kid that was raised Catholic. Finally, a friend bought me a tarot deck and I started doing a little research, but I didn't do enough research. Mistakes were made. I was dead broke and I decided it would be fun if I could read uh, tarot online and make a few extra bucks. I opened, I opened a Etsy account and opened up my shop. I made it very clear that it was a game. I had no abilities, blah, 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 but people still came, so yay grocery money. Unfortunately, I had no fucking clue what I was doing, and I opened a pretty big portal in the middle of my bedroom. I'm an idiot. One morning, um, I got out of the shower and walked into my bedroom. Standing there was a man in his late 70s style khaki pants and a red turtleneck sweater. I fucking screamed. I mean, I'm a girl living alone in an apartment, and I'm just wearing a towel. So freaking out seems like a reasonable response. When I screamed, he faded out. I quickly got dressed and walked through the apartment checking every window, door, and closet, but I did touch the front door and I couldn't find him. But I, but I could still, but I could feel him there. So I went back to my room where I had seen him first. I stood in the middle of the room and said really loudly, I literally cannot deal with this right now. Can you please just get the fuck out? Just then I heard my front door open and slam shut just like someone would have done if they had a, if they had stormed out. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, I started experiencing severe sleep paralysis and another spirit showed up. I'm going to say she was circa 1960s and I literally almost walked into her while I was walking down the hall one day. That's terrifying. I don't like that. Like Turning a corner and all of a sudden coming face-to-face with a ghost. Like, no thank you. If you're going to sit here and you're going to make your presence known to me, don't make it as I'm about to, like, turn a corner. Yeah. So <clears throat> she goes you saying, she started waking me up in the middle of the night shaking my bed. She would grab a hold of the bedpost at the foot of my bed and just shake it so hard until I woke up. I think she was trying to protect me from the thing that was causing my sleep paralysis. Then the ghost of the cat started wandering around the apartment. Wait. There's a cat? I want a ghost cat. I want a ghost cat so bad. But not that way. I don't want my cats to die and then become a ghost cat, because that's, okay. I'm, that's sad now. <laughs> that sounded awful. I'm going to back up. <clears throat> then the ghost of a cat started wandering around the apartment. The moment I saw him walking around on the ceiling, I realized, all right, this is too weird. I need, th- I need to figure this all out. Yep, the cat was the breaking point. <laughs> Face bomb. After some epic Google searching and reading a book on Wicca, my mom bought, hi mom, she's a listener too. Yay! Hi. I realized, holy shit, I have been doing tarot all wrong. Duh, heather. It took some time because I had really because I had really torn a nasty gash in space, but I finally built up enough focus energy power, whatever you want to call it, to cleanse the house and seal up the hole. In the meantime, I was sleeping with a rosary and my grandmother uh, and my Grandmother had got me some holy water. I was no longer practicing. I was no longer a practicing Catholic, if that wasn't clear yet. Once I figured out what I was doing, the girl disappeared. The cat only comes around if something creeps in. He's a protector of some sort. I named him Cosmic Creepers. Oh my god. That is an adorable name for a ghost cat. Cosmic Creepers. I like that. <laughs> Shout out to Bed knobs and Ribsticks. Uh, eventually, I moved out of my apartment, and while I occasionally will put out my tarot deck, or pull out my tarot deck, I usually have to spend some time cleansing the room before and after. My house is not haunted for the first time in decades. I had my dog, Zuzu, double check um, for me before I bought the place, and I'd kind of like to think, and I'd kind of like to keep it that way. Anyway, that's just one of many stories, so I'll keep sending them if you'd like. Here's a picture of Zuzu as pet tax. Hope you have an awesome weekend. And there is that adorable picture of the cutest little dog. I love him. Oh, my goodness. He's so cute. Oh, yeah. First and foremost, Heather, please, 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 send him more emails because that's amazing. Oh, my gosh. That is creepy. That's awesome. Back on the ghost cat. I don't have a
1: ghost cat, but I have... A ghost dog story.
0: Ooh, I want to hear a ghost okay, dog story. So,
1: not Jesse, the dog I talked about previously. Uh-huh. Another dog, Princess. I had. She got sick. We had to put her down. Aww. I was like thirteen. Yeah, I was like out of nowhere. We think she probably ate like a frog. You know how it is in Florida. Yeah. But she, she just wasn't herself anymore. She got real sick. We put her down. Not like a year or two pass. Whatever. Every time I would go into my parents' room. Hmm. To go use their like vanity dresser anything, I would always see like a little white thing, and like, she was also a poodle. Okay, so I would see like a white thing like crawling type deal, like a ghost dog. It looked like it going in and out of the closet, but, like just from the corner of my eye. And uh-huh. I still do sometimes. I'm like, oh, that's
0: probably just princess. Aww, so that's cute. That's adorable anyway thanks guys for sending in your listener stories
1: please send more
0: yeah please send us more cheers from the grave at gmail.com we'd love to hear any personal stories that you may have spooky cryptid anything 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 and everything we would love to hear from you guys uh again our emails cheers from the grave at gmail.com um you can find us on pretty much all social media facebook and twitter and instagram um Twitter is cheers from grave. Everything else is cheers from the grave. Um, we have a Tumblr that's in the works. Same as Reddit. And same as Reddit as well that's in the works. Also with the stories, if
1: there's something you don't want us to read on the podcast, still send it in and just let us know. We'd love to hear
0: your stories either way. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't have to be, you yeah. know, actually read online. Mm-hmm. Or online? What? No, read on air. On the Oh, my air. God. <laughs> <laughs> But there's that also um, we have merch guys. I know it's been I just like completely forget to mention that, but we have merch um, and the merch website is shop.spreadshirt.com/ slash cheers from the grave. Um, there you can check out our shirts and all those other things and the shirts are actually really, really comfortable and we have mugs and like foam. Basically anything
1: you could think of, just pick a design you want.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty cool. So if you guys uh, like us and you want to support us, please, please, please um, check out our merch at shop.spreadshirt.com slash cheers from the grave. You can also uh, support us on Patreon, which is going to be patreon.com slash cheers from the grave. You can also rate and review us on iTunes. That helps us out a lot and keeps us relevant on the iTunes thing because they have weird algorithms and it's bizarre. If you actually screenshot a review of your iTunes review, I'm... What am I talking about?
1: You just give us attention, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you rate and review us and take a screenshot of that, send us to Grave at gmail.com and we'll enter you into our drawing yes. for some merch. So... And we got new stickers and magnets. Did we yes. say that? Yes, we have new stickers and magnets that just came in. Stephanie got those in. We have, um, They're beautiful. <laughs> they are amazing. And then we have some more stickers that are coming in as well. So um, if you join our Patreon page, um, you do get the opportunity to get one of those stickers sent to you after you become a Patreon. So it'll be fun. So a lot of things coming. But anyway, yeah, this is an awkward outro, but it is what it is. (laughs)
1: we love you thanks for listening
0: yeah we love you guys thank you so much for listening and for staying with us we really do appreciate it um anyway i'm erica and i'm nicole and this is cheers Cheers from the the grave. grave